Welcome to The $100 Heiress, the only podcast that shares with you the raw and uncut journey of what it really takes to go from rags to riches. Prepare to learn how to transform your dream into your reality through hard work and tips that you won't receive anywhere else. So let's get into today's show. Hello, my heirs. How are y'all doing? It is Monday evening, the 15th of November. Halloween is over for those who celebrate, and we are approaching Thanksgiving, and it's coming fast. Now, here's a little tip, my friends. I know you have been noticing the shortages in stores everywhere. My tip for you, get your Thanksgiving items now. Get them now, before Friday, before this weekend. Things will be gone. Prices are going up. Get your Thanksgiving items now. We are planning to do our shopping on Wednesday. Just a little tip from $100 heiress herself. So today, I want to talk about the flaming hot Cheetos inventor, Richard Montanez. Is that how you pronounce it? Montanez? Richard Montanez. (laughs) Now, you know, I like to bring you people that have true rags, riches stories. And I was going to talk about um, someone else. I always like, I I go back and forth of who I want to bring to you guys. Again, I need to do do more research on this other person. Um, There's some missing pieces and and I, I want true rags to riches. I want you to be able to know how the person got there from the middle, you know, from nothing. So this story of the flaming hot Cheetos inventor, Richard Montanez, there's been some controversy because I first heard of him years ago, like literally years ago. And he has um, videos on YouTube. Uh, There's videos with interviews with him years ago, as far as like six years ago. But then he, or he was, I don't know if he's finished it, but in the process of releasing a book. Now, all of a sudden, the Frito company is discrediting him. They're saying it's not true. He was not the inventor of the Flaming Hot Cheetos okay, why didn't they say this when he first came out? I mean, this man has been on like major news platforms, media outlets, like major for over six years. So now that his book is coming out, you're saying it's not true. I don't know. You guys let me know what you think, you know, leave a message and let me know what you think. Because if something is not true, and you're a company like Frito-Lay, wouldn't you want to nip that in the butt immediately? He didn't hide, he wasn't hiding. I mean, he was everywhere telling his story. So let me tell you the, the true rags and riches story. I believe him, I'm just gonna put that out there. I believe him. Um, I don't I, I, I don't believe in big conglomerates. Um, I think people are very greedy. I think there's a reason why they're trying to discredit him. Who knows the reason? But being someone who has been in a lawsuit of somebody I um, sued because of slander and lies, flat out lies, 
I know people do it. And it's sad because how can you really sleep at night knowing you lied on somebody? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or you're so greedy or your pride was hurt. Or, so I know what happens, y'all. I know what happens. So, um, and I know people still ideas. I know they do. I know there's artists out there who still from the little quote unquote nobodies that steals their songs and their beats. So I know it happens, but I believe this guy. So let's get to the story of Richard. So Richard, he is a, he didn't even finish high school. He didn't finish high school and he grew up poor and he got a job at Frito-Lay as a janitor. He got a job. Okay. So you talking about starting at the, the, the bottom. He was a janitor. So he was at Frito-Lay, but he still had hopes and dreams of being successful. And the CEO of the company had told the employees there, think of this, you know, think of it as you are the bosses, you know, like this is, this is your family. And so Richard, he took that to heart. And he just, he never stopped dreaming and believing that he could do more and be more. So he one day was at a, I guess it was a food truck or somewhere where they sold the street corn, elotes, is that how you pronounce it? Elotes. It's the street corn with the mayonnaise and the spices, the yummy stuff, okay? If you never tried it, I would recommend. And he said that when he got that corn, the street corn elotes, that he thought of the Cheetos. And he thought, what if I took Cheetos and used that same seasoning of that corn on the Cheeto? So he took some plain Cheetos. Now, there's a couple of interviews that said that um, he... It was a spill at the company, so he took some. Some said that he just got some plain Cheetos without the cheese. Um, at work, I, it, I mean, it doesn't matter how he got the Cheetos, but he got the Cheetos and he put the seasoning on the Cheetos. You know, he took them home, and him and his family they they made a spice, and he said it was so delicious. So he cold called the CEO of the Frito-Lay company. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the Frito-Lay CEO at that time was um, someone of Latin descent, I believe. Um, So I don't know if that's why he took the call, because I really I don't know how you could just call a CEO like being a janitor of the company. But the assistant at that time or the secretary at the time says she remembered that call. So and she put him over. And after he called the CEO to to pitch this idea about the hot Cheetos, um, she said he said that Richard said that people, his supervisor was upset and said to him, who do you think you are? Like, who do you think you are to call the CEO of Frito-Lay? You're just a janitor. So. The conversation seems real to me, and the assistant verified that he did call the CEO. Now, Richard said that at that time, they there was nothing hitting the market for, you know, Latin, the Latin people, Spanish, um, the spicy food, that there was nothing hitting that market, and that's how he pitched it, that he was aiming for his his people, his th- that market, people who love spicy food, you know, that type of Spanish ethnic type 
seasoning and hot and spicy and you know us uh blacks we love it too us afro-americans whatever you want to call us honey we are not always politically correct here on hundred dollars airs i just say it like it is so i love spicy food and hot cheetos is one of my favorite chips and it is like it, it's, it's the best-selling chip of frito-lay i mean it's made them billions of dollars so anyway the ceo asked Richard to come and pitch the idea to, you know, the, the partners, the people. And Richard, who didn't graduate from high school, he said he went to the library and he copied a business plan. See, this is what I mean about telling all of it. You know, when, when I say that, I don't want to bring you just stories of people when they leave out all the, the bad stuff, even if it's stuff that doesn't make them look good, how they got to the top, but they leave it out. And you're like, but how, how did you do it? Richard said he copied, he copied a business plan. Um, I think he said five pages, I believe. And his, his uh, wife, you know, she helped him to practice the speech that he was going to give. And, and when it was his time, he said he really didn't know a lot of things they were talking about, you know, but they loved his idea. They loved it. They loved the Cheetos. And they said, okay, you know, be ready to move up. And he moved up into the company. Now, this is where it gets interesting. So now we're, we're years later, like Rich is a millionaire, but now we're years later. He's getting this book to be out. A movie's being made by Eva Lang Langoria. She's actually directing a movie or producing the movie. And so Frito-Lay's like, no, he, Richard Martinez, he did not invent the hot flaming Cheeto. We already had a team that was inventing it. And I believe his Cheeto came out and the idea, his idea came in 1991. I believe it hit the market in 1992. And they said the idea was in the room going around in 1989. Okay, that's what they're saying, that their team did it. It was a team effort. And Richard's like, okay, y'all wanna say it was a team effort, but I am not gonna say that I did not invent this. Okay, so if it was a, how could the, the idea already be, be discussed? And he calls the CEO and the CEO has him present the idea if it was already being discussed. Does it make sense to y'all? You know, obviously I can't tell you every part of the story, you know, but you look him up, you know, the flaming hot Cheeto inventor and you give me your opinion. I'm just giving you like the, the main points and the, the true racks and riches. This guy, poor janitor of a company took some Cheetos home, did his own creation of spices, loved it, called the CEO of the company, pitched his idea, the CEO brought him in. He, you know, obviously was successful bringing an idea, even though he, you know, it wasn't all his words, <laughs> his business plan, but they loved it and they gave him a chance. They put it in test markets, it was successful and they moved him up at the company. That is Rags Riches, y'all. That's rags the riches. He didn't know anyone. All right. He took a risk calling CEO. He believed in himself. So kudos to Richard. This is the kind of story that I want and that I love to hear. Truly, truly rags the riches. He had nothing, nothing. Okay. Just a janitor. But he had an idea and a dream and he went for it. So, no matter where you're working, 
Always give your best, but see how you can get out of that position if that's what you want. And I'm assuming if you're listening to my podcast, that's what you want, because we're about doing the best we can in financial freedom and not living paycheck to paycheck and being able to have choices to give our family the best lives, you know, that's possible. So if you're listening to this podcast, I would hope that being a janitor is not where you are content at. Now, if you are, hey, hey, I am not one to judge, but that's not for me. And I'm sure that's not for the majority of my ears listening. So I hope this story motivates you. Let me know what you think if you believe it. You know, now they're trying to call him and call him out and say he's a fraud. But this story is a little too detailed. And his his memories are a little too detailed. And he has witnesses that, you know, that verify, that confirm that he did call. He did have a meeting. So why would he why why would he have a meeting if the invention was already on the table? Right? Okay, sometimes you people say things but it doesn't make sense they would have stopped him right there they would have stopped him in his tracks as soon as he called they would say well you know what Richard that's a great idea but we're already in the room we we've already thought about that we're waiting to put it out on our test markets but they didn't so how can they say that he didn't invent it but yet say yes he did have a meeting and 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 listen to this he moved, he is, I forgot what position he is in a company. I apologize, but he is up there. No high school diploma, no college degrees. And he has totally moved up in the company and he is a millionaire. So you think he did that just from being a janitor with no, nothing else. He didn't do anything else. He just was cleaning the building. And they said, okay, we'll move you up. Okay, all right, exactly. One plus one, it has to equal two, y'all. There has to be a reason. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So let me know your opinion on this story. There's one thing that he said that was so, um, what did he say? He Because somebody asked him, an interviewee asked him, interviewer asked, what did he have a PhD? And he said, yes, he has been poor. What was it? I cannot remember. I cannot believe I can't remember. Poor, and I forgot what the age part was. Oh, poor, hungry, and determined. I believe that's what it is. Poor, hungry, determined. I believe that's what it is. Oh, I'll have to double check, but PhD, isn't that cute? Poor, hungry, determined. I'm about to use that one. I wonder though, I wonder, did he copyright it? <laughs> did he like claim that? Cause that is very, I like that a lot. I, are you poor, hungry, determined? Has, has that been your life? Hmm, I like that PhD. So next time, I hope to bring you the story of this motivational speaker, um, another Rags Riches story. I'm not going to tell his name, but if it all pans out and I really see that he is true Rags of Riches and he didn't have, a, you know, I saw pictures of him with celebrities and I'm like, okay, so when did he get, you know, when did he meet celebrities? Did he already become a millionaire? Because if it was in his climb to the top, well, then that's not a true Rise of Riches story. You, do you get what I'm saying? Do you, do you see why my podcast, my platform is a little different than other people that give you these stories of millionaires? Like to me, I'm not going to talk about the Jenners, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're millionaires from reality, but, but they're not Rise of Riches, right? So you understand what I really, truly want everyday people like us that know no celebrities, that had no handout. And we, through just 
being blessed by our hard work, determination, hustle, and being blessed because what's for you is for you. We make it to millionaire status. So Richard, kudos to you. You keep fighting the fight. Don't let anybody take and I don't think because I, I remember hearing somewhere that he says he's not going to let anybody take his title. You know, like he's he's not going to do it. He's not going to give in. So kudos to you, Richard. Your story is so just so motivational, inspirational. Just it just gives me hope. And I know that if you can do it and you did it, that any of us can do it with less than $100 to our name. All right, my ears, until next time, ta-ta.